When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thanks for listening to the Lori and Julia show on your radio, on the app, on the stream, wherever you are. Maybe even uh, as a podcast in the future. And don't forget, if you listen on the app or on the stream, if you register to be a listener reward member, you can get listener rewards like AirPods, MyTalk gear, restaurant gift cards, and more. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And you know what we do uh, Wednesday afternoons around this time? Mm-hmm. We... Shall we play a game? We play a game. Let's do called it. Pop Culture Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I had a thought. Okay. You know, this week has really been um, Hocus Pocus week. Oh, no. On the Lori and Julia <laughs> I'm going to lose. Um, because... You know, Brittany, I, I don't know about you guys, but Hocus Pocus is everywhere. Yeah. On my Twitter feed, really on BuzzFeed. It's everywhere. everywhere. Um, and there's a lot of, there's kind of been a pushback. Like, you know, was it that good? I don't know. I tried to watch it. I would question it. I, I question you. <laughs> so what I thought we'd do today is let's go back in time to the year 1993 when Hocus Pocus came out. It came out in July, by the way, not Halloween, which is kind of weird. But Super weird. I'm going to play a game where I'm going to read you either the TV guide description or the IMDb description of a handful of movies okay. that movies also came TV? out. These are all movies okay. that also came out in 1993. All right. And I want to see if you can get them. All right. Okay, Let's so we'll this. start number one. An affluent New York City couple finds their lives touched, intruded upon, and compelled by a mysterious young black man who is never quite... Who he says he is. I have no, absolutely <laughs> okay. no Let me idea. give you another clue. It stars Will Smith I know. and surprisingly not Kevin Bacon. Okay, is this when he is the fine, the Wall Street guy, the whiz kid? No. Oh, Wow. I don't know. I mean, I know this wasn't the biggest film of <laughs> 1993, but I figured the Kevin Bacon clue might help because you've ever played the game. Yes, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Right, but which wasn't... is based on the movie. I, this... Brittany, come on. No, I, Nothing, I, huh? I guess I don't know that it was... Six Degrees of Separation. Oh, oh. I didn't know that's what you were trying to say. I thought you were saying it was based... Oh, okay. No, Got right. it. Well, you know... All right, I did... I've never... That was probably... I've never honest, seen that movie. 
And I was not, busy that week. And I even knew the, movies, the end of that phrase, but I was like, that can't be a movie. Degrees. I didn't either. All right. Of all the movies on the, this list, that was probably the hardest. Well, way to get it out of the yeah, way. Thanks yeah, thanks for right, setting up so our self-esteem. We're ready from here. Uh, the rest, I think, yeah, all right. would be better. Uh, again, these are movie descriptions from either TV Guide or IMDb. Uh, from movies from 1993. A young boy moves to a new neighborhood where he is taken in by a group of local baseball players. The new gang of ding, friends. Ding, 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 ding. Yes, Landlot. I song. said ding. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I don't even know why I said ding. I don't either. It's weird. It's Sandlot, isn't it's it? It's totally it is Sandlot. Sandlot. Okay. Yes, I knew you'd get these. You're killing me, Smalls. All right. One. I got one. All Number right. three. A young man has always been told that he was too small to play college football. Rudy. But- yeah, there you go. Rudy. Wow, this is your year. Oh no, Rudy. That movie is good. It's yeah, it's kind of something in our family. All right, there's a dog named after the movie. Mm, mm. That's a pretty cute dog name. Mm-hmm. More movies from 1993. A divorced dad poses as a British nanny. Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. Oh, Doubtfire. That was a good one. Hello, boys and girls. <laughs> Hello. Oh, no. I love that movie. Love that movie. It's so good. So okay. ridiculous. It's, it's so, so good. good. Here's uh, the next one. I think you'll get this one, too. A weatherman finds himself inexplicably living the same day over and over oh, again. Uh, Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. I knew yes. who it was. I, that movie, that one's all right, though, isn't it? That's oh, I a like good that. one. Yeah, That's I a too. good one. I bet you out of all the movies With on Ad- this Andy list. McDowell. Yeah, I bet you mm-hmm. on the, of all the movies on this list, Groundhog Day and Sandlot are maybe some of the ones that people still watch over and over oh, to this day. Rudy. Rudy's so good. It's Rudy's so up good. there, too, yep. Yeah. One I didn't pick, one, another one of my the favorites is Days of Confused. But I, oh. Um, anyways. I, okay. Um, all right. Uh, number six. Two. Is it? Okay, good. Mm-hmm. A recently widowed man's son calls a radio talk show. Uh, uh, Sleepless in Seattle. Sleepless in Seattle. 3-2 Julia. And that boy was so cute. Yeah, he was very cute. Oh, gosh. All right, I think you might get this one, too. I think. Number seven. Dr. Richard Kimball. Doc Holliday. Unjustly <laughs> accused of murdering his wife. Must find the real killer. The fugitive. The fugitive. Oh, I went to got that. Good for you. Thank you. All right, this is kind of a this was an actual description on I think IMDb. Aliens with conical crania Mars crash land on Earth. Alien. That's those are those are good guesses. I might the word also might be pronounced conical and maybe that's Close encounters of the third No, um um attack from the um no, conicals from SNL. Correct. Oh, coneheads. Coneheads, you gave it to her. You Brittany. did give I know, it to me, but sometimes you just was have to give it to someone. Was there literally a movie called Coneheads? Yes, and it came out inexplicably in 1993. Like I didn't know. Fifteen it was a years movie. past when anybody would have cared yeah. right. to see Dan Aykroyd and Jane Curtin. <laughs> but they did. Um, all right, two left. I think right, an easy one and a hard one. All right. Um, in German-occupied Poland during World War II. An industrialist gradually becomes concerned for his Jewish workforce. Schneider's List. Schindler's List. Schindler's List. Same thing. Yes, Schneider's you List. You know. I think, list. I, I think <laughs> I, I was getting a point five. You, yeah, okay, agreed. Because I don't think it would be respectful. It isn't. We, it isn't. You're right. Agree. Yeah, Schneider's <laughs> List was from one day at a time. No, but I was, uh, you know I was. Yeah, I do. I actually got it because you got it. All right. So um, that's point five is perfect. That's a great movie. And then yeah. this one I think is going to be tough. 
just based on the clue, but maybe I'll give you some extra clues okay. to get you there. A British soldier kidnapped by IRA terrorist soon befriends one of his captors, who then becomes drawn into the soldier's world. Is and, it Daniel Day-Lewis? And then there's a surprising penis. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> what? A character you think for most of the film oh, is a oh, woman. Oh, it's a woman. All right. It's, uh, it's um. oh, come on, come on, come on, come on. Who is, is it Jodie Foster or something? Oh, uh, I believe. Oh, um, oh, I, oh, uh, Papa, can you hear me? Yentl. It's Yentl. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> there was no surprising penis in Yentl, I don't think. <laughs> I know. Okay, wait. Um, it starred Stephen Ray, Miranda Richardson, Forrest Whitaker, and Jay Davidson as the, I guess, transgender. I don't know. And Coming had, to America. It had a song by Boy George as the theme song. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, Camille. Is it Chameleon? No. It was. Let me see if I can play it for you. All right. Um, maybe I can skip ahead. Oh, I have no idea. The, the crying game. game. There you go. Oh, it was a tie. You win. Right. The you won. Okay, but the crying game is a good movie. That was a huge movie. That was a good movie. That's a twisted movie. And that was one of those, you know, like um, you know, what's the sixth sense or whatever, where once you know the twist. Right. Like everybody had, oh, keep it a secret, keep it a secret. And that was obviously, you know, you didn't see a lot of trans right. you roles didn't, and you right. didn't see a lot of male frontal. Right. Okay. I don't know. That I was love- yeah. The, all right. That was a really good game. You did a really good job. Thank Rocco. you. 1993. The Who year knew that films. was that you killed it, Julia. See if you can guess which one of all those won the Oscar for Best Picture. E, was it Schindler's List? Yes, it, it was did. Schindler's List. Okay, because this was one of my questions today: is if you could um, select a movie sequel that would be better. Yeah. Then the original, what movies would you select? And then I just kind of Googled like the top yeah. movies. And Schindler's List is at the top of top movies, The Godfather. But they had sequels. But Schindler's List didn't. Shawshank Redemption is one of my favorite movies. So wait, the question is, the question a is fiction, like a hypothetical sequel? No, yeah. But it, it's a movie that existed that you that was great. But, but you thought if, but there, could if be... there could be a sequel to that movie, that oh. would even be better. Because, you know, some movies are so good. You're like, this doesn't need you... a sequel. I wouldn't want it. I wouldn't uh, want it to go on. So, I misunderstood the question. So it would be if you, you know, what movie did you love? And if they you could come more. out with something that, that you wouldn't be disappointed. Like, I would have wanted a better Dirty Dancing 2 with the same cast. I you see. Know, what about a Sound of Music 2 with those guys? You know, I'm good on that. That would have been good. Um <laughs> Come on, what do you got Rain against Man. the sound of music kids? Von Trapps, I don't need to know more about oh, him. I'm I, good. Oh, Julia. He's and 15 she going on 16 girl. or whatever. She's all right. Good. Think of all the songs Gone that could have done the Gone with the, the wind. <laughs> if that would have had a sequel, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's a great, Rhett Butler's people, I'm going to write. Did, you never brought in my book. Oh, now you remember that? <laughs> I just did. That was random. All right. Is there was there... kind of a sequel to Gone with the Wind, right? I mean, eventually, like in the 90s or something. 93, perhaps? It was, what was it called? 
No, I don't know. But there's a great book out there, people, if you want to read a great what book. Is, okay, so people. I misunderstood you. I thought you were asking us what did we think was better as a sequel than the original. All right, well, then go with that one. Well, We've got I, a minute left. I would say uh, any of the Lord of the Rings, because they had to kind of set the pace for everything. Harry Potter's anything that's long enough to have like three or four of them. I think the first one has to initiate the rules of the world. Okay. And the second one, they can actually go on plot. So I think that happens a lot. But Star Wars, I didn't think that was true because I thought the first Star Wars was great. You know, a I lot actually of people, agree with you. A lot of people are big Empire Strikes Back fans. I did like that one too, though. And a lot of people say it was darker and more well, visually exciting. Well. But, you know, I'm just saying. Yep. But I, I think that movie comes up a lot when people mention this game. Mm-hmm. I'd say, um, you know, the second Star Trek movie with uh, the Wrath of Khan with mm. Ricardo Montalban. I've never seen a Star Trek movie. Oh, start with the second one. The first one's kind of a snoozer. And I thought Superman 2 was kind of better than Superman 1. Oh. Those are just some thoughts. And then I thoughts. did read that a lot of people think the second Thor is good, which I think they are on drugs. So Is that the Ragnarok or is that yes. a different? I've heard, I've never seen either, but everybody tells me I should watch Thor Ragnarok. No, I think Ragnarok is good, but I think the first, I wouldn't say by any means better. It kind of has a weird. It's like funnier or something, right? Yes, it's, like it's more, goofier. Yeah. And it's kind of it got is. outer world stuff and space stuff. And so, and there's like fun Hulk situations, but it feels like kind of jumping around a bit. All right. Well, mm-hmm. thank you, theater critics. One <laughs> Very and two. Um, we're going to take welcome. a quick break. And when we come back, it's time for the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly, what do we got? All right, well, hey, before we get to the Dirt Alert, I want to go back to the conversation you guys were having before the break about sequels that you wish were happening. Well, good news for you, Julia. This was announced back in August that there is going to be a direct sequel to Dirty Dancing happening in the near future. That's right. That's right. Oh, you manifested it. (laughs) Jennifer Grey, baby herself, is starring and executive producing a new Dirty Dancing movie. I think that's fun, don't you? You don't want to know my opinion. All right, on we dirty don't. Dancing. All right, I'm not going to ask you. All right. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the dirt alert. But if you're a fan, good news for you. So, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie are going to appear before a judge in November to discuss custody of their, oh, over the kids I over the holiday. Loud. Remember, they're still married. It's just gross. How old is their oldest kid? Yeah. In college. He's mm-hmm. an adult. Okay. Uh, that would be Maddox. He's off, uh, well, the last time we checked, and I don't know if he's still there or not, but he was in cal- college in South Korea. So, according to sources at Us Weekly, the holiday visitation has been set before the custody trial, but Brad will see the kids on Christmas. He's hoping he gets increased custodial time with the kids. He would have them overnight for the holidays this year. The decision is going to be made by the judge in November. Yeah. Okay. So keeping you updated. Thank you. Thank you. On that very critical information. They don't want, they don't, the kids don't want to go with him. I mean, doesn't it just seem like they have their whole life at hers? Yeah, like it's just at like this point. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're so much older where you, they, a lot of them can just decide time too. I know. But whatever. Well, well there you go. And, tell us more. Uh, other celebrity relationship news Grey's Anatomy star Jesse Williams is finally divorced. That took about three years. He settled his divorce with his ex wife, Erin Drake Lee. So it seems like they split things pretty amicably. But that one made headlines back in the day. There was some, some cheating going on there, but it seems uh, that Jesse and Erin have finally. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Settled. Can I just do one other Grey's Anatomy side thought? Please. Um, the beautiful Patrick Dempsey. Yes. Who shows up on our wall many times. He was on last night with Jimmy Kimmel mm-hmm. for his new show, Devils. Um, it's on the CW. It's just weird. But anyway, um, yeah. he was beautiful. He just He's just a beautiful man. He just is beautiful. He is. Any other breaking news no, about Patrick right. Dempsey? Um, right. Back to you. I would like to actually help you out. I agree. Back to you. Beautiful. <laughs> he's beautiful. beautiful. He's so much better looking than he looks on the TV show. Oh. The TV show makes him look old. He looks so good. No, All right, well, it's back hot, to you. It's a hot hat trick over there with Patrick Dempsey. Agreed. Uh, let's talk about Cardi B. She admits that she was in bed with her on-again, off-again husband, Offset, when she accidentally posted topless photos on Instagram. Oops. Oops. How do you accidentally post? Yeah, whatever. I don't. Because you can edit. You can hit an edit button and take it down right away. That's true. But when you're a celebrity, there are people whose sole job is to follow you and just get it. Yes. Yeah. It takes a half second. And also, what didn't she try? She's turning her phone off to prevent it from uploading. And then there's the whole it's been up for all two two minutes. I get it. Well, and it's like one of those things, you know, we've all done it. I have. I posted a picture of Madonna by accident the other day (laughs) and I meant to send it to Lori. Yes. But it was her face kind of goofy looking. And I'm like this. What is she doing now? Are you talking about the pictures of her with the pink hair and the face filters? Yeah. And I literally was sending it to Lori, but it ended up on Instagram. So I can see how this would happen. I'm like crap how do i get that down because i didn't even write anything i just posted the click and i'm like i just wanted to say to Lori, here's your girl honestly that photo looked so unlike madonna that pe- your fans probably thought julia looks super weird i why just she- was like why here you go yeah. all right that photograph of madonna is on her instagram account she dyed her hair pink which looks pretty cute on her agreed the face filter choice oh, that madonna selected for that i just you're just okay i just yeah. When your face is that iconic and you start using filters, it's just you need people in your life to tell you no. not a great idea. No. She doesn't have anybody like no, that's that right. in her life. That's why she needs us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it was one of those things, too. You know, you find yourself maybe scrolling in places on Instagram where maybe you shouldn't be scrolling. Mm-hmm. And you're creeping on somebody's photos from 2017 and your fat finger hits the <gasps> like button. The worst. Yes. <laughs> the worst. Oh, it's so bad. So we're going to move on. I've never done that before. We're going to talk about a new project with Joaquin Phoenix. I saw this. So Joaquin Phoenix is teaming up with director Ridley Scott for a new Napoleon movie. Hmm. Crickets. 
No. No, I think it could be good. It could be great. You know, old, good old Napoleon yes. Bonaparte, French mm-hmm. military leader, yes. emperor of France at one point in time. Uh, now, Ridley Scott has just wrapped The Last Duel in Ireland. That movie stars Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. So that's what they've been doing. That's why we have not seen Ben Affleck and Ana de Armas doing their strolls in Venice Beach because he's been in Ireland shooting that movie. So that means we have a lot of paparazzo moments to look forward to in the near mm, future. That's right. exciting. Mm-hmm. No, you know what? Now that I think about it, has there ever been like a really high budget Napoleon movie? No, mm. I kind of would be interested in it. Yeah. No, you know, it's been tried. It's been attempted. Stanley Kubrick tried to make a Napoleon movie back in the day, mm. but it never happened. Well, then I'm, yeah, let's I'm thumbs up. Thumbs up Let's for that. Bring it on. All right. Well, here's another movie that's coming down the pipeline based on the true life story of somebody who actually existed. We're getting a Sammy Davis Jr. biopic. Hmm. And Lena Waithe is going to be uh, producing and developing this movie. I'm excited for this. He had a story. Yes. So this mm-hmm. movie is going to be based on the 1996 biography, Sammy Davis Jr., My Father, which was written by Sammy's daughter, Tracy Davis, and a writer named Dolores Barclay. So this is going to be like a biopic. Now, there's another Sammy Davis Jr. movie that's in development, I believe. And that movie specifically focuses on the relationship between Sammy Davis Jr. and actress Kim Novak. Yes. This is different. So this is just going to be the life of Sammy Davis Jr. You, you know, I, I'm I'm all for this. Yeah, I am too. But I, it does bug me when they come out with two big movies around the same thing and then you find yourself confused like they, mm-hmm. last year was Ted Bundy doesn't it feel like yep where they came out with so many well, Ted right Bundy's at once right now your Nexus thing that you're watching yes. the bow and then yes. the, wow. um, that, Stars is coming out with it that too. was just Max doing or no Stars doing uh, HBO Dirty but yeah that's right because that Nexium docuseries with the big India Oxenberg interview yeah I believe that airs in the next couple of days on mm-hmm. stars yeah and the vow is still going right on. I'm always like is this the last episode I, of the vow the no, Nexium documentary on thank the HBO you. no oh wait we got more Holly are you staying strong on it yes me too and I'm exhausted and we're in I thought last episode was the last but I think they're gonna go to 10 oh <sighs> We're on eight. That's Here's the pro tip with these Nexium documentaries. If you yeah. haven't started The Vow on HBO, I would say don't bother. Check out the Stars one. Maybe listen to the CBC podcast that's about the story of the cult Nexium because The Vow, it's riveting, but it's messy and sometimes it's hard to follow. Yeah, they're all over the place timeline wise. And uh, also, you could skip two random ones at your choice. You could pick because they repeat everything. Right. Uh, This is a story that we brought to you earlier on in the day, and I couldn't tell if you guys were excited about this or not. Dexter is coming back on I never watched it. So you never watched it? No, Lori loved it, though. All right. I liked it, too. And the thing is, out of all the series, I remember being addicted, thinking the concept was just amazing. And then I don't remember the last couple seasons, so I think they did what they usually do. They jumped the shark or something got a little bit repetitive um so maybe if they were a reboot it would make it good all right well this is going to be michael c hall's coming back as dexter we're going to get 10 episodes of this on showtime we don't have a lot of details about it other than it's going to start production early next year they're hoping for a fall 2021 release and yeah i think that a lot of people kind of had the similar attitude to you Brittany, where it was like well we were really into it at the beginning and then it just kind of went some places yeah and then we just kind of lost interest in it but you know 10 episodes hopefully it'll be nice and tight storytelling there i like I liked it. It was it was filmed in a very eerie, fun way. I said to Brittany, "Who's this?" And she said, "Avril Lavigne." 
Yes. So you, you like that. All right, we are delighted uh. right now to have our colleague Steve Patterson on the show with us. Steve from Don oh, and hey. Steve and Twin Cities Live. Hi, you. How are you guys? Okay, how long has it been since you've been on our show? You know, the last time I was on the Lori and Julia show, to my knowledge, I was maybe in a Twin Cities Live meeting. Julia is in the hall. And then I recall you cornering me. And this is a time when social distancing wasn't a thing. And as I recall, you sort of grabbed me by the forearm and said, listen, I need you to come and fill in after your show. Can you do that, honey? You can do that, right? You can do that. That sounds just like her. Yeah. Yes. And I'm like, what am I going to do? Is there anyone left at work? And, and then the whole time, the 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 short time that I, because I was only there, I was, you know, got there late and I'm only right? there for a couple hours. It was essentially two hours of the Twin Cities getting to enjoy two of the more opposite personalities, <laughs> which are Julia, who's like, how's he going to react if I say this? What about this? What about this? We did Hollywood speak. I didn't even know how to do it. Well, either do I still. We still, <laughs> we still don't. We're terrible we still at it. We need Laurie. I just good. remember... When wanting you on so bad when I first met you, you're bossy. Mm-hmm. I could see him being She's scary. joking right totally now. Totally scary. And She's... I'm so sad that we aren't going to be together, really together for Project Down and Dirty. And I, as I know you are, how close are they going to let us get? Do we know? Will we see one another? I think, we, of course, we'll be able to see each other, but. Okay. Yeah, I'm curious about the table read that we're going to do on uh, on Monday night, October 26th. Will we be in a really big room at a really big table? I hope so. That'd be fun. I think it'd be totally fun. Okay, so you're doing something cool tonight. Yeah, it's Tell really fun. Tell everyone about this. Um, so there is a primetime special that's happening tonight on KSTP Channel 5. It's happening at 7 o'clock, and it is called Behind the Clouds, The Life and Music of Zach Sobiak. And so many people know, I think, the, the story and the name of Zach Sobiak. It's interesting, though, because I came to the Twin Cities essentially right at the beginning of 2014, like right at the beginning of January. Zach had passed away from osteosarcoma, a bone cancer that generally affects kids, of which they currently have no cure for, at middle of 2013. Oh, gosh, was it that long ago already? It's oh, been that long. Wow. And, uh, and so I, I mentioned that because I've always known this story peripherally so i sort of like came in from the outside right. and have slowly gotten closer now we had his mother laura on the show but you know how it is even when you do a show and you have multiple guests on mm-hmm. you prep for that six minute segment you do the 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 work that you need to do to handle that conversation and then you you move on point of me rambling about all that is being able to host this show and do a couple of stories and uh conduct interviews with people who are really there they were really involved mm-hmm. it was really eye-opening and i have to say I have at least four children in this house right now. Okay, they're, I know. They're what closet are you talking to us from? I'm in my bedroom closet. You sound really good. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, this is, is it my color coordinated or what's happening. In you know, that? I'm not doing the home edit thing, so I'm not color coordinated right now. It's okay. kind of disheveled, but there is huh. a uh, there's always a guitar nearby. Oh, here we go. Okay, yeah, I'm not going to do that. But um, kind <laughs> of like from that. the closet. So I have at least four kids in this house, and why I mentioned that is getting to know this story. Oh yeah. In having children, mm-hmm. and then considering um, Zach, who then I just see as this sweet little boy, right? When you're a parent, you just see all kids yes. until they graduate college as just a little boy, a little girl, and just the sweetness. And then I look at his parents, and I think, oh, goodness gracious, what kind of grace they must have had oh, to was... get through mm-hmm. this experience. So it's an hour, an hour long look at all of the the behind the scenes of how this came together here in the Twin Cities. And it and really, because he was on our show mm-hmm. maybe three times, I think. Um, and he was just a delightful young man. And 
And like you said, getting to know him, and I, as a parent at the time, I was just like, how do how do you deal oh, with this gosh. knowing your child is going to die? And the making of the song Clouds and, you know, Dan Siemens, you know, influence in that. I'm mm-hmm. sure you're interviewing. He's part of the show tonight. Yeah, uh, Dan will be part of the uh, the opening story, which, by the way, if you're sort of, you know, on the outside looking in and maybe this is a new story to you, that's totally okay. You don't need to know anything going into the special that happens tonight at 7 o'clock. Dan sets the table because he was very influential. Yeah. Now, he, of course, is our big boss, but mm-hmm. he works with KS95, and they were doing um, their radiothon, and then Zach was one of their kids. Yep. Uh, that they brought in and found out that he had this song. And then the song sort of comes across Dan's desk, and he says, well, maybe we should do something here. And then one thing leads to another. So we speak with Dan, uh, Carl Deemer, a music producer from Atomic K Records, uh, Mike Rominski, who was tapped to shoot the video the night before they shot the video that ended up going viral. They had no plan of shooting it. And then Dan Seaman said, maybe we should have somebody shoot this. But this, like, at least as a present for the family. Right. Obviously. It spun into much more than that. It went viral. Then Justin Baldoni, uh, who directs the movie Clouds, Mm -hmm. which is a separate thing, which is coming out this Friday on Disney+. Plus. So Clouds, the movie, based on the life of Zach Sobiak, will be on Disney+, Plus on Friday. Tonight's special is, you know, kind of loosely tied to that, but just really looking at the real players. But Justin Baldoni, who, by the way... From? He, from Jane the Virgin. I love him. Wow. So I was zoom, Zooming him last week. We oh, had a little Zoom yeah. interview. Holy Hannah, this guy is very good looking. Oh, he's amazing. <laughs> when he I, appeared. He's amazing. I did not know what you were going to say. But does he have better hair than you, Steve? Be honest. Significantly. Oh. When he appeared and populated my Zoom screen, I thought, well, heck. I wonder how I get out of this. Because he can already see me. He has hair down to his shoulders right now. Oh, he, does. he looks like he's ready to oh. play one of Jesus' disciples at a Bible movie. I mean, oh. and, and he's got this beard, piercing eyes, and everything he said. I was like, yes, okay, keep saying things. He's, that sounds he, good, too. I'm excited. I, t- oh. I taped it because I don't know if I'm going to be home in time. And it's on tonight. So that must have been really cool. Yeah, it was cool. Well, and you, what you find out from Justin, and you do hear from him in the special uh, tonight, is how much he loves Minnesota and how much he respected the fact that this is a Minnesota story that ultimately came to life for the world to be inspired by as a result of one Minnesota family and then a Minnesota community that gathered around him. So it it, it really comes together nice. But we hear from Zach's parents. Uh, We hear from people involved in the music video. Then, of course, it spun into the Clouds Choir for a Cause every year at Mall of America. They didn't know if anybody would show up that first year. And then they had thousands of people. And I was surprised to find out it's only grown since then. The la- mm-hmm. Last year, they had over 7,000 people singing Zach Sobiak's song um, we'll at up, the... Up, up, yes. Oh, oh, goodness. And when yeah. you watch the video oh. and you hear the voices... Oh. Uh, now, this year, it's going to be virtual. That's sort of like the tentative plan, yeah. of course. But I really hope that they do it at Mall of America next year because if they do, I will be there mm-hmm. with all of my kids because I just I want to experience that. It just yeah. seems so moving. It's cool, and KS ninety five did such an amazing job too. So it's it's really I'm excited to watch this. I really am because when it was all happening and. Mm-hmm. It was just so cool because yeah. it kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And Zach was had several other things for work, and he was on our show. And he's the sweetest young man. That's what everyone and I talked to. How he carried said. himself, knowing he was going to die. That was something. Yeah, I'm like, how do you go out and just keep going? And 
it's pretty amazing. Well, think yeah. of the excuses that he would have had. You know, think of your own bad oh, day and how we all goodness. get into our bad moods and we get, you know, irritable. And not to say that Zach never got that way whenever he was sure. battling this disease, but it seemed like he had really, like, positioned himself in purpose, which yeah. was, I'm going to live this, I'm going to live well during the days that I have left. And that's really inspiring. And then when you see his his mom and dad at the Clouds Choir event and she rests her head on his shoulder right at the end and it's just like you see this mother have this emotional I'm gonna cry. sigh of oh, relief I know. and it's, I feel it's well it's well that's me so i'm sitting there watching all this backstory stuff before i do these interviews mm-hmm. and i'm just sitting there getting all weepy because you just think again it goes back to this little boy right i mean this yeah. this you see your own children in him you see your family in as you watch the sobiak family and think to your point julia Look at that grace under fire, mm-hmm. how they just managed to say intentionally, we will share him in his dying days with the world. That was a family decision that they made, and it was really to our benefit, but there's some sacrifice that they had to do. So Absolutely. it's really great that it's coming together in a movie. So the movie, to be clear again, Clouds, coming to Disney Plus this Friday. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Friday, uh, Behind the Clouds, the life and music of Zach Sobiak, a one-hour special happens tonight, 7 o'clock on Channel 5. I'm, I'm really, I was so excited to hear that you guys did this. I think it's just going to be amazing. And I would be remiss if I didn't ask you what was coming up on your show. <laughs> this, is an, this, is an, this is an ongoing joke. Julia, I don't know. I don't know what's coming up. And Julia, see, here's the thing. At the end of the Don and Steve show, we always say, hey, Every tune day. in 3 o'clock for Twin Cities no. Live. And I text them. What are you doing? Why are you promoting a different station? What are you doing here? Gloria Julia's on at three. And I'm like, come on, because they're always promoting it. And I'm like, come on. And so I, I just, well, so tomorrow on the Donna and Steve show. Look uh, at you not be petty. I know. I have no idea what's coming up. I, I will be there all three hours. I, I had to step away halfway through <laughs> I know, the I couple heard, of shows, but we'll I'm be there all three fan. hours tomorrow. I'm a Julia fan. <laughs> you know I am. I listen to your show every day. And so at the end, I'm just like, are they going to say it? Are they going to say it? <laughs> Is it going to happen? Listen, Is it going to happen? I'm going to give you such a good plug at the end of the Don and Steve show tomorrow. You listen, and then you listen to it later on podcast again, on demand. Anytime you're We're feeling down. listening. Lori, and Lori's listening. back tomorrow, too. So oh, great. Just, good. I'll but give Brittany it a big was plug. great. But anyway, Steve, this is cool. So tonight on Channel 5 at 7 o'clock, behind the scenes. And thanks for your time. Yeah, thank you, guys. I know I you only you have seven jobs. So I know. i got to go take the puppy out. All right. All right. Thank you. All right, bye. bye. When we come back, we've got the rest of the headlines. Oh, thanks for playing that, Rocco. That's so sad. good. Wait, and remember all the musicians who did covers of this? See, it became so viral. Yeah. This is the Zach Sobiak song. And tonight, like we were just talking on Channel 5 at 7 o'clock, a really cool program behind the scenes of the making of the song, which started the movement, um, which really brought a, a lot of awareness to his type of cancer that Zach Sobiak had. And his family is so amazing. This I'm really excited for the movie. I was reading on IMDb, which is a 
um, International Movie Database, mm-hmm. they gave the movie a 9.5. That's I never huge. see anything over really a little over an 8, a 9.5. So if you have Disney Plus, that's going to be streaming Friday night as well. So that was just fun to talk to Steve. That song makes me cry. I know. I just put myself, I remember walking out one day after he was on our show and I had to get something from my car or somehow we walked out together, him and his girlfriend. And he was just so normal. Just a kid getting in his car to drive home. Yeah. It was just. It's a lot. And it's just, yeah. So anyway, that will be cool. And while you're on Disney Plus Friday night, you could also watch. What? (laughs) Who's got a password for me? Hocus Pocus. Oh, for crying out loud. Of course. You were feeling emo. We had to bring you back down, down, down. Thank you. You're welcome. Wow, I did get. You felt feelings. I felt feelings when we were talking to Steve, just because I I can't even imagine. I look at my nephews and think of how lucky. That's all you want. Everyone's lucky to have time right now. Everybody's lucky to have time. That's all you want is happy kids. And And it's just like when you think that that through, you get emotional. Mm -hmm. And then that song just is so good. And it just hits that spot. And next thing you know, you're like ugly crying alone in the studio. There you go. But I've got you here. Yeah, so I'll stare back. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... um, and, you know, it just puts a lot into perspective, too, mm-hmm. which I think is really hard for everybody to do right now because yeah. we're just kind of at our wit's end. But we have, you know, our health. Yeah. And the sun's out right now, parts of the city. Um, something that if you've wanted to, which is a great, great program, and it was the number one um, program last year on cable mm-hmm. was Yellowstone. Yeah. And the season three is now available. Um, it's on Peacock. Yeah, free. Uh huh. So that has just come recently available. So if people have been wanting to um, see season three, you can check that out. Is that it? Is that are they done now, or do they do? Are they? Is no, it not they're going to still do it. Okay. No, it had such an ending. Did it? I hadn't seen it. I just started watching Yellowstone. And I like it. Oh, I mean, the daughter is everything. She's everything. Yeah. She's she's British. Remember how we were talking about all these British people yesterday? Rocco having. All these roles, right. and we didn't know that they were British. Yeah, Kelly, British. R- yeah. Kelly Riley is her name. She plays Beth Dutton. Yeah, she's amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so Tracy Ellis Ross is on the cover of Self Magazine, and mm-hmm. she's Diana Ross's daughter, and she's on Blackish, and she's responsible for so many different things. She's absolutely lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is what she had to say. So during the pandemic, when we were really just kind of confined to our homes because yeah. no one really knew what to what was going on. Yeah. Um, she said that she's made every room in her house kind of be a Zen place, a place for meditation, hmm. a place for, you know, just really enjoying herself in her home. And um, she went on to say, I'm happily single, though it doesn't mean I'm not open to and don't want a relationship. But in my wonderful and robust experience of being single, I've learned to have a productive relationship with loneliness, an intensely juicy relationship with my soulful solitude. I really enjoy my company. And then she goes on to say, and I just love that. Because yeah. I kind of feel, I mean, I would love to be in a relationship, but I, I'm good. Yeah. You I know. So I loved her saying this because everyone thinks, you know, well, you know, poor you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just think she's she's really a lovely woman. I know. I love that. 
I mean, you can tell she gets to make the call on her house when she says every place is a meditation. You know, she doesn't mm-hmm. have kids or some right, husband right. or significant other. She has to ask because like I remember having my own place was awesome. I got to make the calls on every aspect and that I miss a hundred percent. When people come over and I have a white couch and white rug and white stuff and yeah. they're like, oh. I know it's what, beautiful. What it's like to live alone because you can have white things. You can have those things. But now the new fabrics, you can do it. And she goes on to say <laughs> that she said one of the things we're talking about Tracy Ellis Ross. One of the things that's been lovely to discover to discover is how I care for myself and how I actively love myself. And I believe that love is an action. You get back what you put in. And she goes on to say, as a forty-seven-year-old daughter of the iconic Diana Ross. Mm-hmm. I used to spend so much time trying to be perfect to get it perfect, but that's not realistic. I like who I am. And I just thought that's a good, she's good. And that's, that's a lot of self work. Oh, she's good. Yeah, she's good. We're into that. And she's so brilliant and smart and funny. I just think she's, I really think she's one of the most talented women. Yeah. And her she, fashion sense is so fun. Oh, it's amazing. And she just makes fun of herself. And yeah. Like, I, I just, she's someone that I she's really. So much warmth comes from her. Ad, admire, admire. Now, just, I want to hear you guys thumbs up or thumbs down on this idea. Um, They're going to be doing Toto, the doggone amazing story of the Wizard of Oz. It's going to be a movie telling the story of Toto. um, The Wizard of Oz dog from the point of view of Dorothy's loyal companion. You think so? Thumbs up. I got to hear. What do you got, Rocco? Uh, you know, it sounds like something my kid would like. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder, though, if it hits that sweet, that the opposite of a sweet spot, though, where it's two people who like Wizard of Oz and being for a young audience, it's not going to mesh. It, well, TBD is what I think is going to happen. Out TBD. Of but it's a musical. Oh, it's a musical. Didn't I say that? Well, maybe I read it wrong. So it's like Wicked. Maybe. Yes. Mm, I'd like that. Oh, I loved what Wicked. What a great way of putting that. I love Wicked. Wicked. All right. Ab, it was so nice to oh, spend time with you. Thanks for having coming. me. Lori's coming back tomorrow. You're just a delight. Just thank you. And Rocco, thank you. And everyone have a great night. And we're back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.